Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number 13, Cheating and Leadership, Leadership Speculations. All right, so we're talking about infidelity today. A juicy, juicy topic, and everyone's giggling around the table. We already had a very heated debate a few moments, and I said, you know what, put it on pause, and let's keep it all for for for, <laughs> for the audience here. Um, yeah, how did this come about, Martika? You share the story. I can you share, share the story, but you're the one who suggested that we should bring it to the table and talk about it. You thought that it was a, a topic that's worthy of... No, I think you should definitely tell us, Martika. Yeah, Martika, share it. Come on. Okay, so um, on social media, maybe a lot of you already follow um, this influencer. <laughs> should we say names or no names? It doesn't okay, it's, it's a mainstream influencer. We won't say any names. And she shares... Spill the okay. sauce. <laughs> so she, it's a, a dog gen fit. She shared a post on infidelity um, and... I'm assuming, or we know, it's it's with the Lewis House, and it just brought so many. Well, I was Wait, shocked so when I found I out. Yeah, I was so actually. Hold on, who's Lewis House for people that don't? Because I don't, I didn't know who he was until you guys just said it. But like, so who is this guy? If you guys wanna, he's basically the reason why Pam came up with the idea to start a podcast. That's how. <laughs> yeah, he, so he's relevant. a great podcaster. He's built an amazing platform. Yeah. you know, online. What's his content? What does he discuss? Um, it's all geared towards personal development self-mastery so everything that should not bring forth infidelity exactly so yes and no because esther perel would disagree with you is that so pap yes (laughs) (laughs) actually esther perel never gives her opinion it's not so much the opinion she just uh like sociologically you know explains that infidelity is something that is fairly new that in the past, you know, in, in tribal cultures and whatnot, there was no... First of all, there was marriage that came in. Mm-hmm. And marriage was set in place, like monogamous marriage was because um, you... It, it was to protect land and to protect property and to protect heritage. Like when there was lineage of kings and, and, and castles and all those, you know, those medieval times. Like that's how you, you ensured that your lineage and your property was protected. Now, there's another element now, if we bring it back to 2019, now it's become another place where we're sort of evolving or we've decided that it, it's like monogamy is something that is something to uphold. And choice. also as a choice. And then yeah. you also also have a huge rising movement of uh, what's it called? The polyamorous. Poly, poly, polyamorous. Polyamorous is like a huge trend now. Like I see yeah. people, you shared something. I, I shared it with you. Oh, too shared this that? too is a, like a mainstream influencer online. It's Amanda Bucci. Which, yeah, I didn't even yeah. have a chance to read it yet. Did you read it? Yeah, I did read it. And so she's like in a your relationship and she shares that it's a polyamorous relationship. And what's been showing up for her since she's entered that realm and but a how, lot of uh, sorry to cut you off, but a lot of Hollywood yeah. stars have admitted to being polyamorous. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have um, oh, really? talked about being polyamorous. Oh, wow. So have um, there was like another like Beyonce and Jay Z, like a few other strong. Um, so cup, they have like, their main partner, figures. but then they 
they go like like yeah. honeybee and try things out. Well, I kind of liked what Will and Jada said. They 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 were saying that it they they don't not allow their partner to be with someone else. So Jada was saying towards Will and Will towards Jada that if she were to find someone that she wanted to cheat with to do as she desires and follow like her what she wants to do but um i don't think they see it as cheating though but to be open about it and to tell him about it and whatever and i think their whole philosophy philosophy behind that was if you're allowed to do it then you're less inclined to do it as opposed to when you're like in this relationship you're like you're not allowed to cheat then it's like you feel like you want to do it because you're not allowed to and that's just like human nature or whatever Mm -hmm. so they just like opened the doors and said you can if you want to Mm -hmm. but i want to know about it and whatever to close the loop on the history little blurbs and then we can go into discussion Mm -hmm. but if we go even beyond the the you know um the medieval times if we go to tribal civilizations Mm -hmm. there was no like even children they belong to everyone so people would basically you know just like communal living. Communal living. And the kids were the kids of the community. And, and there the was men no were one the single seeds. father, etc. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was about perpetuating the tribe. Mm-hmm. And the tribe would come. It was the tribe beyond the, the property. And so it was like, and, and in certain Buddhist traditions also, like open relationships are part of, 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 of rituals. Um, so there's a lot of different um, ways to look about this. Uh, I, I saw it and I because I've had to deal with, with infidelity I don't know about you guys but mine was pretty darn freaking explosive uh, I still sometimes have an issue with it and when I saw like the, the first of all I think it was I, I think Louis House shared a picture of his birthday picture with another girl I'm like oh they broke up and then I went to ch- and check Jen's profile to see yeah. like did I miss something yeah. 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 what happened and then I'm like I fell on this post, and she, her post has 4,322 likes. How long were they together? Uh, A couple of years, and they were fairly public, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then how many, I think, like, something... So the likes were 41,000. The the comments, 41, and the the comments were about 4,000-something. So I guess it's a heated debate. I mean, a lot of people stood by her in those comments. I mean, mean, Mm -hmm. they're her followers, so... That would make sense, but yeah, we, we. I mean, we have a dating expert here. We should maybe ask what she has to say about all of this. And also, I think it's, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a very. I guess when when people are public figures and when they preach certain things, that's where for me it becomes a bit tricky. They have a certain responsibility, or that. I mean, that's how I feel. Some people yeah. might disagree, yeah. but I feel that when you're preaching. A, a, a certain way of life mm-hmm. and a certain it doesn't mean that you don't do mistakes but a mistake a mistake is something that you do once something that you perpetuate for a year and a half is not a mistake that's, for that's me. what's crazy yeah that for me doesn't sit because like, you're, you're we all slip we all fuck up and that's great and you know if you own up to it and you know and whether you decide to stay in the relationship or not or to move on you come clean first of all to yourself and then Especially if you're in a monogamous relationship. If you're in an open relationship, that's a completely different discussion. But when something lasts for this long, for me, that's shade. And that's not okay. And that's actually quite not courageous. And uh, my number one value is courage. So for someone to hide behind a double life, which is something I lived, (laughs) and for the partner who's on the receiving end, it could be really earth-shattering because you realize that you've been living a lie for a very long time. It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh... 
uh, he cheated on me last week and I found out it's like something that went on for a very long time. It, it can be very, um, it can pretty much break you up in the psyche because you're like, did I really live this? Did I not yeah. live this? It's, it, it fucks very, with your reality. It fucks with your, with your emotions when, and norms yeah. of reality. I would think about the fact that it's been a year, a few years and what you have sex with her and then you come back home and we have sex. And especially when, when we're together, we've been together for a few years, we don't protect ourselves, right? So you can't come into the relationship at one point and say, ah, I think we should start wearing condoms. Why? Like, what's wrong with you? Because we've had been mm-hmm. not, you know? So it's yeah. just messed up to bring that The first that thing I did of, was uh, actually go get tested after. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah, that's that scary part, That's you know? very terrifying, yeah. It's irresponsible. That's what I mean. Like, when you're, it's, it's not judgment it's responsibility and responsibility towards yourself and towards your partner because mm-hmm. you are having sex and, and exchanging energy with them and if you have children that's another kettle of fish oh my god um but yeah i i spoke a lot i think kavita now is ready for us i do i was just thinking about so i'm glad that uh you mentioned pam about i It's like you're stealing someone's time. So I I don't remember if I listened to something or read something, but it's like if you're like living your life and you think everything is one way, but someone else is doing something a completely different way, it's actually like you're stealing this person's time because a year later you wake up and you've been living this life that was just not how it was not what you thought it was. And it was not a reality of what you thought it was. And here you are growing with someone and talking about them and building a future with them and they're on a completely different different life different wavelength and you're like you it's like setting someone a year or two or five years back or six months whatever it is which is well in the recovery time of that person mind you there's something i forgot to mention is i had red flags and i didn't listen hence the fucking slowing down yeah because if you're racing through life and you're not listening to the signs like, in Jen's post, like she says, she, she felt it in her gut and she did not listen because I guess some people would say, oh, you have it so well and oh, he's amazing. I'm not talking about them in general, but just in general, if, if you were to take my example, yeah, on the exterior, people thought I had I had it all. I had like the, you know, the sub-celebrity person who is doing so well and we have a business together and things are going amazing. And on the outside, like, you know, that's that's... That's why I started Leaders Who Celebrate. It's like we are so caught up with wanting things to appear so perfect, we forget to slow down and listen to the reality of what we are feeling inside. We romanticize a lot too. That's another thing. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And 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 the problem then is forgiving yourself because once it's over and once you realize and Pandora's box is open, you realize that you were you were as guilty, if not more, because you heard the signs and you did mm. not stop to listen. Yeah, you allowed at one point you allowed exactly it. and you don't yeah. and and for me, my biggest breakthrough, I, I spoke about it on another episode and I think we'll be doing one on forgiveness too, is that the toughest part was forgiving myself, not forgiving the other. And anyways, forgiveness is always about yourself, but forgiving myself for allowing the other person to do this to me because somewhere it always takes two people in Mm -hmm. whatever dynamic no matter what it is business professional parent whatever relationship it's always a two people like it's a it's a dual energy streak sometimes even more um if you're talking about cheating what about the the person because she probably knew he had someone else he was a pretty public person so how does no how does that person feel no but for real i i i wonder it's not shade i i really wonder having lived it like how does that person sit with herself or himself knowing that 
they broke up a marriage with children or even maybe the marriage wasn't good to start with but they contributed to that that's that's where i i it's don't a know decision, honestly you know? Yeah, look i i i think it's i'm not agreeing with anything with anything that he's done or with infidelity but i think it's so easy when you're on the outside to compare or say well in my situation or to speculate when you're not in the situation we don't know all the details only two people that know are the two people who are in the relationship i feel like it's a really sticky and, and well, like well, we're not judging difficult... the, the situation we're just talking like about in general no, no but i'm not saying there's judgment i'm just saying like how can you know it's so hard right so it's like yeah, yeah okay the, uh, how she must have felt breaking up a marriage but like what if he was like the whole time leading her around saying i'm gonna leave her soon and i love you and you're the one i want to be with him like but still you know so, there's another person there but some people don't have that strength to be like well yeah. you know what i love myself enough not to yeah. put up with this some yeah. people are like mm-hmm. okay i really do love you and i do want to be with you and you will leave her and like we see this time and time again mm-hmm. it's not something that's uncommon a lot of women that are like quote unquote what we call in this generation side chicks are caught up up with this idea that the man will eventually leave the girl he's yeah. with or he doesn't love her and he's gonna leave her there's a lot of manipulation that goes into it too like i don't know this guy in particular but mm-hmm. men are like not men some people in general women, women do and this men. too by the way this is not a guy thing no I, I women mean, there's and a men lot of women who can manipulate the same are master manipulators when it comes to this kind of thing so it's like it's so like so sticky you know like i find like it's hard to say to to say like put the red a on the girl and say well like you're the the adulterer and then tell the guy like he's full of crap because he preaches this and like he did something else and you know i don't know i just i find it's hard it's really hard it's a hard, difficult situation and really only um what about like if it, if it was not a publicity stunt but what about if like it, it's bs and they knew the whole time they were gonna break up they just didn't know how to tell it to the public you guys say that these are two huge public figures sometimes people they 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 break up and then they only announce it to the public way later because they don't know how they've built this whole empire around like you know this this kind of yeah. thing with mm-hmm. him and her i'm sure they did like podcasts together i don't know i, I don't know who these people are but i'm sure like they work together then it's like well how do we announce to the world and our followers and whatever that we're actually not working out there's a lot of pressure i feel like so it can be tricky you know i think that the post um the fact that she took the time to write how she felt i think people connected to the sentiment of how do you feel once you go through it Mm -hmm. and i um and i think that that's what we 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 want to look at not necessarily how or why and, and especially when it's, it kind of happens to you you start comparing yourself why did he go to her did I, am i enough and what's yeah, not you start sure. asking a lot of questions but it's more the sentiment how you feel because a lot of times when we have these conversations amongst girls whatever we're having dinner like oh if my man cheats i'm out of the door whatever whatever <laughs> and then when that happens yeah. you don't say it's nothing and you stay <laughs> and then you're like okay so you know the girl who's saying that you would leave but now you say why do you stay you know and yeah. at one point is it be, are you a bad person because you stay so it's all these things and i think that just you know it's the feeling like pam was saying that's how you feel because you had thought of something isn't you it built. always though yeah it's, it's, like, it's never on back the outside it always goes back to the inside but it's to be mm-hmm. candid and to be open enough to say how it feels really yeah. and and how you deal with it like she clearly left him um she could have stayed she could have, you know what i mean so for me and women that stay i'm um i'm particularly impressed by the too, decision yeah. um and yeah. i'm just like wow you stayed when you leave you, but staying is um yeah and making sure that it's not a living hell, the relationship, because you know how mm-hmm. when you stay, you say you're fine, but then 
everything he does, you're like, you micromanage everything to oh, make yeah. sure. Yeah. And then you become so annoying and the guy leaves you because you're annoying. But then, shit, I should have left you first. But then, you know, it's just messy. <laughs> but for me, it's just, it's a, it takes a lot to stay. It takes a lot to leave. But I think it's more the feeling, you know, how you feel when that happens. And I think she opened up and a lot of people felt that they wanted to share and because say, wow, thank you for about talking this about this, yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. We're, yeah, you have to be, sorry, uh, Kavita, to cut you. You have to be super vulnerable to be able to talk about that because you're you're openly admitting to people who are discussing the fact that, I know this is not the case, but you feel as though you weren't good enough, someone was better, so he left you for something better, and now you have to open up and talk about that, and that can be, like, mm-hmm. really uncomfortable to say, like, mm-hmm. well, he left me for something else, which people assume is well not assumed but like you know often there's a like connotation around it that it was something better and so like that's so hard to talk about um well I guess it's she's open about it so I can be open about it but one of my best friends uh was cheated on by her husband and it's it's not oh who cares about whatever um it's not (laughs) I wouldn't (laughs) anyway she was very open about this on Facebook and she just like said it out loud and she's like here's what happened and um you know he had a child with someone else and I'm like reading Mm. this and I'm like obviously I know everything but I'm I just could not believe she just put it out there and I and I think she just want she just wanted to share the story this is why we're getting divorced this is what happened Mm -hmm. and I don't think anyone thought um like no one was like wow he must have left for someone better like it really put him in a negative light and I it's not I have a very hard time sharing, you know, vulnerable things about my life. Uh, but it was very courageous of her to do it. I don't know. I re- I don't know exactly how it fed her, or why she needed to put it out there like that. But um, it was just very vulnerable, and I and it it didn't make anyone think like, well, he must. This was her fault, or he did well, something. Well, it's not about yeah. other other people thinking. I think it's, it's the, the person, person being cheated That's on. what I'm seeing. It's There's not about other comparison. people saying, oh, yeah. well, he left her for someone better. Of course, I don't think anyone would ever say that. That's so like messed up. But I feel like it's the person who gets cheated on that. Like, if you left me, it's because you found something better. I like, mean, that's wonder, just like the human. Like, yeah, happened? like yeah, why? You know? It's just the, yeah. some guys. Like when you realize this has happened. Um, I personally, I don't, I guess obviously that would cross my mind too, but I, my mind first goes to that this person, the person is shitty. I'm not shitty. And I, I think I, I have an partner shitty, not you. Yeah. Okay. That, that would That's be cool. my first yeah. thought. But have you lived it? Uh, I, I have like when I was much younger, but I don't know. I didn't feel that way then. That's how I would feel today. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very, um, confident in what I offer into my relationship today and I I mean I'm obviously open to like self-reflection and, and like a discussion of something no? what do you mean well the other person is well I, shitty and I'm not well what what caused them to cheat that's you know the thing I, mean? I, I I don't know but I feel I'm like saying, I would so think about that like uh, no things... obviously there would be like so many layers to peel back after but given my situation and relationship today mm-hmm. and the way we are, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense to me with the way we communicate and how we feel about each other and what we offer to each other and how we care about each other. My thought, my immediate thought, my immediate thoughts would not be like, wow, what did I, what did I do wrong? Because I give my relationship my all. That's fair. But you know when Pam, you mentioned about the tribes, I'm always looking, I'm always doing a lot of research and reading about, um, 
people that came before us, how the system worked before the church came in and the, the marriage and whatnot. And I truly believe that I, um, it's a lot to ask to someone to stay um, faithful by, by in nature. A like studies show yes, that it's, it's against I also against what that. we're. But yeah. but that's but the thing is they just added one tier to the Maslow pyramid in terms of what we need, which is which is enlightenment. When did they add it? I, uh, they just did like uh, an update. Getting, I think a I'm few months ago. We, we, we didn't get the update. Get the Where's that? The... But it's funny how, and it maybe in ten years I add something else to the pyramid. Yes. At one point because... it can't be just that because there's other no, stuff no, but, there. What was no, it? What did it add? It's it's right. enlightenment. So it's like it's going one step further to consciousness. So we are evolving as a human species, mm -hmm. and that makes sense. And at some point, you know, things are going to look very very different. We might not be here to see it. You know. Mm -hmm. um, But but that plays a factor in it. I mean, the person you are here today is a very very different person that was living in a tribe in, in in, in the Amazon with you know a banana leaf on your on your not even maybe on your woohoo and walking around like it's it's a very different. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like an extreme image there just to show that you know technology like it's it's a yeah. very different yeah. environment. It, and it makes me so sad because then it really plays in with my thoughts on love and then I feel like love is just an illusion because why do people choose partners then if it's like if it's not human and it's not like us to be one person like so where does that put what box does that put love in so how does that like I don't know it just makes me feel so but then sad. You know when you're talking about love and your your vision how you believe things should mm -hmm. be so definitely you believe in being with one person and building a relationship with I, that one I, I wouldn't call it a belief because mm -hmm. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. I, I agree with you when you say it's a lot to ask of someone to mm -hmm. be monogamous for a very long time. And my longest relationship was five years and it was not, it was rocky. So like, I don't really have an example. I come from divorced parents. My sisters mm -hmm. are all divorced. I don't have any role models around me that have been together for a long period of time that have the answer. And, and that most... plays a factor because mm -hmm. we, we mirror, for we sure. behave the way we, we, you know, we've been taught as, as children. Even be, your, your, your psyche gets like formatted before the age of six. So whatever you learned at that point is pretty much the hard, hard drive you're living on. Yeah, mm -hmm. and my mom told me since I'm a little girl, all men yeah. cheat. And so like... Just know don't, that yeah, and don't expect aware. otherwise and just marry for, you know, so other you reasons. To expect something else too, right? When yeah. someone's told you that at a very young age. Yeah, yeah but That's when I, I wanted to tell you. I had the um, same thing till today. But my mom's the same. She's like, no, there is not a man on this planet who is faithful. But that once you know that, so like you said, then you depressed. expect certain things and the, the the way you 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 perceive relationships and you not to say you'd be prepared for anything that could happen, but not to be completely delusional and thinking that it could never happen. But to here's you, the thing, right? I mean? So the the trick with the, the the tricky part with that, which which is what I think, is that it sucks because that that was their perspective on things. Yeah. Now we can all agree that like our parents, it was it wasn't common to like marry your best friend and grow with someone. It was like you wanted to get out of the house or if you wanted to have sex, you had to get married. So that means that the reasons that they married were not quote-unquote proper reasons all the yeah. time it was like just out of status or out of Hence whatever the last year of the mess looks so like what happens evolved as a species yeah. absolutely but so what happens with like, that with mm -hmm. that what happens with that is that they teach us this because yeah. this is their experience mm -hmm. but who's who's to say that that's true that was their experience that no is. definitely it's yeah. perspective what we're saying though it's, is yeah. is um 
But I'm not arguing. This is not an argument. No, no, I'm saying that if they if they teach us that, mm-hmm. then we you said in your psyche from ages zero to six, this is what you kind of That's gather, program. right? It's you program. program. Yeah. But it's it's erroneous. It's false. It's not true. It's one person's experience. It's my. That's that's what I would do. I'd be like in my head. I remember thinking as a little girl. Well, like maybe that's her experience, but like can't mm-hmm. be everyone's experience. Me too. I tell myself. So that's you what know, you lived. I get it. But then I always say that. If you believe in finding someone and having like a monogamous relationship, there must be something that somebody, someone out there that believes the same thing as you, exactly. and you'll attract that person. What about soulmates? Hopefully, you'll attract that person. Mm. So but what if you didn't have a zodiac? Yeah, the flames. I know. We have like <laughs> let's, the episode's almost done. Like we can't go. Let's talk. Can, can, I, can, can I just That's bring the topic of communication because I think that. The reason maybe you feel so strongly about, you know, your your place and your relationships because you've said it many times. You guys communicate, like, mm-hmm. when things are not. And a lot of people who, you know, even self-help people who are in couples, they will tell you, like, they go to the Gottman Institute and sit down and work on their... Like, the thing is, you want a long-lasting relationship, great. It, the, the sparks are going to last for so long. But after that, you have to work on it like anything else. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to you know, do some concessions and, and, and work on yourself and meet the person sometimes and the person's going to meet you other times. And the, I think out of everything is you have to be willing to continuously give without wanting to receive anything in return. Mm. And as long as that is the objective, then your relationship will, will continue to thrive. Like because I'm as soon as you go in the mindset that... what that means, what you just said. So I'll break it down. So so basically when you're giving when you're giving love, you are confident enough that you don't expect something in return. You love them so much yeah. and you, you you're there to give. And when you have two people that are dancing together in that type of energy which are willing to give, that's where it's magical. And that doesn't mean it doesn't break down because everything breaks down. It's cycles, mm-hmm. right? We get cycles. But then if a relationship took the time to build itself as opposed to rushing into it, you got the right foundation, then you can have conversation about things are going. Okay, I'm, you know, even if you're interested, like if you're 10, year, five years, six years into a relationship and you feel the need to go see somewhere else, if you have a solid relationship with someone, you should be able to speak about those things. You know what? I'm tempted. Mm-hmm. And, and feel comfortable enough that you could bring okay. it up. I, don't I mean, know that's I the kind of relationship I would want. I right. don't know. I'm I've, taking the time. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I've openly said, so I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend on the weekend. My boyfriend's there. And I'm openly talking about um, that I think that I believe in, like, having m- maybe multiple marriages in your lifetime or that I don't really believe that you're supposed to be with just one person. And this has nothing to do with that I want to be with him right now. This relationship works right now. And I love that I can have these thoughts and share them openly. And it, it's not about how it doesn't, it's not about our relationship. These are just, I think, re- realistic ways of thinking. And if you can, like you said, if you can have those conversations openly with someone, then you're preparing yourself for later on because I, I love the idea of having that one person mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. You don't want to, you know, grow old and be all by yourself. I, I don't want to grow old and be all by myself. But I think if you can plan for the future and when you're like 50, like you said, or 40, or in, in my case, I'm 33. So when I'm 40 or 50 and after kids and when these temptations arise or these sudden feelings arise, like how do you deal with them? And I think planning for that in advance with your partner 
is one of the smartest moves you can make. Talking about kids, that challenges a marriage like nothing else. I can't sleep deprived. You don't. You don't have the time to go fucking shower. That's what it smells like. That's shit. what I mean. It's like. You know, you better be... So- no, people walk into relationships. Oh, <laughs> people walk into, you know, into parenthood with, with such blinders. Like, it, uh, it's like uh, an accessory you're buying at Zara. It's <laughs> Yeah, you need to prioritize. And that rocks your relationship. Yeah. Like, if you can survive that, it's like also people who say, like, if you're doing renovation. Like, it, so, so in terms of the cheating, I don't think it's about... The cheating itself, I think it's a, it's about the communication and laying the groundwork to have relationships where you're honest with yourself, first of all, and you're listening and taking the time to work on yourself and the other person's working on themselves too. And you meet halfway and you do this dance continuously. And you, sometimes you fall apart and you, you always find a way back to each other. I don't know. That's, and it's a form of being to... open. Like, so like it's a form of open relationship when you're able to share your thoughts and say what you think. Like you said, yeah. you're talking to your friend, you say, I don't believe that you know, there's only one marriage to multiple. Someone could be offended to hear you say mm-hmm. that. So, oh, so we're not being together forever? Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. So it could spark you. It is. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a so hard it's thing to say. To be like, open enough to say, okay, I am my own person. This is what I think. Now tell me what you think and let's how figure out. But Pam, when you said you talked about um, making sure taking the time, building a foundation and communication, um, do, you, do you think that looking back, that's where... Um, that part was lacking in a relationship? I was 23, he was 42. Like, just here and then. Oh, it was so like, you could just finish the I was a child. I was a child. I had okay. I had zero knowledge of who I was, what I wanted, what I needed. I just had someone mm. who fed love to me and had never experienced that that way. And for me, it was like a drug. It was like getting hit with, with crack cocaine mm. and I wanted more oh. and more and more until he stopped feeding it to me and then giving back in small doses according to how I was acting or not, you know? So that was my, my story. But I, you know, um, I have zero regrets, though. Mm. Mm. That's the thing. Now, now that it's past me, yeah. uh, now that I, I see my children grow and, 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 and where I've become, I, I, I thank him every day. He doesn't know it, but I thank him every day. Um, yeah, you learn so much from it. I learned so much from from mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, things happen. Like life is always doing things for you. Mm-hmm. I said that yesterday in the live. Like, there's a reason this was meant to be this way, and it's fine. Now I'm able to get. I'm. I have enough healing behind me that I can speak those words. And yeah, it can be really hard when yeah. you're mm-hmm. right in the middle of it. You feel mm-hmm. like you're drowning. You're on a surfboard and you just got hit by this ginormous wave and you're under the water and you can't breathe and you can't wait just for the wave to pass. You can just get <gasps> a grasp of air and just, you're going to know you're going to get hit by the next wave and that's how it is. It's And, you know, um, I think you said courage and I think it takes courage to be in relationships. Full yeah, stop. Definitely. definitely. I, have, I have something to say on the topic. I don't know if we have enough time. I have yeah, two we things do. to say. We have about like five, six minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, one is I wanted to talk about just like one night, like cheating and one night stands because I'm very conflicted on the topic. Like if that happened to me today, like that I got cheated on, it was a one-time drunken Vegas. Like I'm very conflicted as to what I would actually do. Um, I've always thought like cheated on, I'm out instant, but I being my age and what I've built, I don't know if it would be that easy. So I'm, I'm just curious what your thoughts are there. And then the other thing, and maybe we could end with this or I could share it later is just like a tip I have for couples, um, to kind of like manage these like thoughts or what they might do in those, in that, when that situation or if that situation presents itself. Mm. 
Yeah, that's interesting because, like, like if, if someone was cheating on a long-term base, then you, it's two different things, it's a right? Person that's hurting someone. So if they're not handling, they didn't use it, the word deceit at all. It's very interesting. It's like it's a taboo word, or like betrayal. That betray. Mm. We didn't I, use I that just, word, eh? I'm just, it's coming to me right now. We've been talking for like, what, 31 minutes? No one's used the word betrayal. Yeah, I know. And the wound of betrayal is what it is about. It's about feeling betrayed. And that's that's pretty low energy on the level of, of, of the scope of energies. That's that's a hard one to swallow. Everyone went numb. <laughs> <laughs> you say the word betrayal. Um, Boring saying, Ratika? About no, the one she, I, like, because her question was, you know, what do we do? What would you do? Yeah, because it's two different things, and I and I have like I have friends that tell me about, um, you know, married men that they know, and they're you know in these happy happy marriages, but they get there when they go and travel on their business trips, they do like they will sleep with someone, and it couldn't mean less, and their wives probably know, and it's a regular thing, and it doesn't matter. Um, Anyways, that's what, that's one thing. But yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like, if my boyfriend cheated on me and it was, you know, he's on a trip with his boys and it, and it happens one night and he's wasted and it's some, like, whoever, and he comes back and I learn about it, like, I really don't know what I would do today. Did you learn about it or does he tell you? That's a very big difference for me. Today. That is a big difference. Let's say he, no, let's say he tells me. Is it? Is no, it really? but, not, but then coming out home and saying, you I hear it from, you hear it from someone, someone who was there or you find it out on a phone or yeah, he okay. actually calls they you and you says, I'm sorry, or... I fucked up. And I also it's wonder not if I would, for you? I also wonder if I would want to know. You still fucked up? That also crossed my mind. I'm like, I'm like, what <laughs> no, I you want. You want to know. I don't know. You would want to know. You don't want to know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, if I'm going to stay in the relationship, if I'm going to stay in the relationship, like, it's going to, I feel like it would just destroy me, so. It would. So, see, this is why I don't understand how people, because I've lived it, and I've inquired to people who have lived it that have stayed in the relationship, and I still, I wonder if they just have an amazing amount of courage to keep living and going through the motions of their relationship, knowing. Like, normal? It's impossible. Yeah, like, normal. Or the exact no, opposite. Are they just cowards that don't want to let go of what they've built this far and are scared to start over new because it's too difficult to just start over new? Yeah. But I do believe you I can cheat one night and it mean absolutely nothing. Like, nothing. Like, it absolutely... It's not about no- the act of cheating. It's about disrespecting your partner. So maybe the cheat didn't mean anything, but you're going to tell me that you're committed and love someone and you didn't think for two seconds this might hurt the other person? That's the, that's the no, thing in those situations. It. But it is so. a selfish move. It's about you in the moment and how you and feel. I'm gonna and I'm going to use the word again, which... <laughs> it's betrayal. It is not, you know... Yeah, you think about Anything yourself. else, it's betrayal. <sighs> and in the back. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. don't see the spear coming. Mm. It just comes to me. I'd be like, field. really? Like you couldn't, you couldn't keep your dick in your pants like one but night. But I feel like it would be mean worse. I would rather get cheated on in the act than the like, one. And it means something. something. It has like, it's like go I, be with I, who you want to be with. I know. I thought of this, and I'm like, but even though you're destroying something so sacred and so beautiful, and then and you and it's your fault. I think it's the concept of one night. Would you do it again? Would he do it again if he did it one night? I was a party. I was drunk. Maybe you'd think that he might do it again because the conditions in which you ended up doing it, you just needed music and alcohol. <laughs> but I don't so, know, maybe he's not on the things. So that's all the things. So that's all the things. Oh, my bad. I was at a party. I was at a party. Why'd you cheat on me with me? I think so. This. 
this leads well into like the like a tip that I often share is because a lot of us think of ourselves in a certain way. It's like I would never cheat. This would never happen. But I think it is important to pre-plan what you might do in that situation. And it could be as simple as, oh my God, this is a you're out. This guy's this guy's talking to me. It's a feeling I've never felt before. I'm feeling attracted. I'm in six years, I've never felt this way, you know, about another man. And you should have this kind of how you would handle that situation. Like right away, came feeling sweet, go to the bathroom and you call this person or you just call a cab and not even take the cab. Just say to yourself, like, all I have to do is call the cab. If I still want to do this, I'll do it. But just my, my plan of action is go to the bathroom, drink glass water, call a cab. And that's mm-hmm. it. And you know that you're going to follow these steps. If this, um, if you're ever tempted to cheat. Yeah. Because temptation is a bitch and I think it happens to everybody can be a bitch not always but I think it can happen to anyone and I agree with you in the sense that like you know you have to know how to handle that and and like we've said throughout the whole episode like being in a relationship is a choice and what does that choice engage you in so if you're choosing to be in a relationship because you could be single if you want to and screw whoever you want mm-hmm. so if you're choosing to be in a relationship in a monogamous then, in a monogamous yeah, you're making that choice you're making that choice then yeah. your choice is to call a cab instead of having sex with somebody else but you, you know? feel so strongly about it so you would say so can you say that you never cheat but like i, I just want to can we talk about a lot about outside like yes. the person cheat, but yeah. you i can, can talk you about my situation say, do we have time can you say i would never cheat can we say that can we be honest we with can, you? but i, I, I want to bring back to something that's going to like kind of envelope all of this is is we live in a society that is so geared toward instant gratification that we <laughs> slow the fuck no, down. Slow the fuck down. We don't know yeah. what delay gratification and the benefits of what, what that can be. So if you're in a relationship, in a committed relationship for the long term, because you want to build a family, because you want to build projects that and all that, and you have a little bit of glitter in your face and you just dive right into that instant gratification to throw away all the things that you've built to the wayside, Preach. then, I mean... I think that's so your plan. Say. So the plan is always about slowing no. the fuck down, isn't it? <laughs> hey, but to answer what you said, Jer, <laughs> I can't say for sure because I'm not in the situation, but mm-hmm. I think personally that I would not cheat if I am in a happy, committed relationship. I would only cheat if I was unhappy. Like, because when I'm in a, re- in a relationship, mm. I'm really all about that person. I'm There's super, no guarantees like, that you're going to be happy all the time, Chloe. There's it's not about being happy all the time, but happy... In general, it's like you're not in a relationship and unhappy. It's like you're happy, but obviously mm-hmm. there's going to be lows. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. But I mean, like, if I'm still invested and involved with that person, then I won't cheat. It's the moment, and I've lived it, so I know. It's the moment mm-hmm. where I feel like it was a or I got broken for XYZ reason and something broke inside of me. Whether I broke the relationship up or had the, the balls to do it, like, on the spot is another story. Mm-hmm. But after that moment, that's when I started looking elsewhere is when there's something that breaks inside of me that I can't be with this person anymore. Like, Are they aware once it, it breaks? That's what I'm saying. No. We don't I might not say. I might not yeah. say to the guy, you know what? Because of many reasons. Because I'm scared because mm-hmm. of uh, being because used to the know person. Exactly what it is. You're not, you know, yeah. but there's that pivotal moment where you feel mm-hmm. like, or I have anyways, I've been there. I felt that moment where, you know, something just didn't work anymore and then I just something then the outside world started interesting me (laughs) whereas before it didn't at all you know so I don't know we we sort of need to wrap this Mm. up maybe we'll do another one at least part two Um, I think we're going to end on the note of having a plan and I think you can figure out as many plans as you want but it always comes down to connecting with yourself and slowing it down 
really. Because any plan you will look at, whether it's calling the cab, what you're doing is actually slowing down whatever's going on. Right. And it's I think it's important to, you know, we make we made a decision, we fell in love with this guy, but it's important to revisit our choices like every so often, right? Like, wait a minute, this is my life. Wait a so minute. So that we're not you did you said yeah, it. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because yeah. you don't want to song. Wait a minute. You don't want to be that person who's like, wait, how did I get here? Why am I in this relationship? Why am I at this job? Like, if you don't slow down and think about your life's choices every so often, and you don't want to be that person Mm -hmm. that wakes up miserable one day and Mm -hmm. wonders how their life passed them by. So it's also a solution to not cheating them. Slow down. (laughs) Till next time, guys.